Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And on today's show, we're less than a week away from the NFL draft. Who do you guys think would be the ideal pick in the first round for the Titans? I'm going to go over all the favorites right now. Then we're going to continue the 2022 Locked On Titans NFL Draft Preview. We're going to look at interior defensive line and off-ball linebacker. And will the Titans take a linebacker at 26? I still doubt it, but there are some great options in the mid-rounds as well. But all of that and much more on a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We are going to talk about your ideal selections in the first round for the Titans. We're going to go over the interior defensive line class, the off-ball linebacker class as well. Before we get into today's show, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked On Titans podcast everywhere and always free. That includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. You want to catch the show on video, subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when the episodes go live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. It is greatly appreciated. You can follow me on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. You can follow me on Facebook at Locked On Titans Pod. We are going to get into today's show, but I got to tell you guys about an amazing interview with ESPN's Matt Miller that I'm going to be rolling out early next week on the YouTube channel, on the podcast platform. Very excited to unveil that interview with you guys. We talk everything about what the Titans will do at pick 26, where the value is in terms of wide receiver and offensive line and tight end. We also talk about the Titans' perfect fit at quarterback. So an NFL draft guru, a big fish, Matt Miller joins the show early next week. Make sure that you guys subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast so you don't miss that. It's a perfect way to kick off draft week. And boy, the draft is almost here. And with the draft right around the corner, less than a week away, I went to Twitter on Thursday and I just wanted to check the pulse of Titans Nation. What do you guys think would be the ideal, yet realistic, first round pick for the Titans, and I may have had a tad bit of influence on that as I went first in the tweet, and I said, my ideal pick for the Titans is Traylon Burks. Not only is it ideal, it's realistic as well. I think he'll get picked there in the 20s, maybe early 20s if the Titans miss out. But if Traylon Burks is there at 26, I think he fits perfectly with what the Titans want. I know uh, at the beginning of the draft season, I was thinking, you know, let's get some speed, but the guys who are going to present speed aren't going to be available at the Titans pick. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jamison Williams. They're simply not going to be there, okay? So if the Titans had to choose between taking Traylon Burks and then, or the other side of it, taking a wide receiver at pick 90, who's like a, a Calvin Austin or a Wendell Robinson, uh, I would rather have Traylon Burks. I think he's a big-time playmaker. I think in the first round, you go for elite 
players. You go for elite talent. That's what you do in the first round. And then you go for productive players who you count on that you think can be productive players in the NFL. But you go for stars in the first round. And I think Traylon Burks could be a star. And he just fits what the Titans want. They want to double down on size guys, on powerful guys, on yards after catch guys. I think he'd be the perfect influx. And yeah, you could argue offensive line. You should. But look at what the Bengals did last year. It was offensive line or it was wide receiver. The wide receiver had the bigger impact and they went to the Super Bowl. You need playmakers. I think the Titans can get by at offensive line with mid-round prospects, with adding to the roster in the summertime as well. Go get the big-time playmaker and get Traylon Burks. But the other names, I mean, Zion Johnson from Boston College came up a ton, just a ton. And I really do think that he is also a perfect fit for the Titans. His mentality, the way he plays, how he'll fit in the scheme, uh, and the Boston College connection, of course, with Mike Vrabel. His intelligence, his personality, he is just a perfect fit for the Titans locker room and for the Titans offensive line. So I agree with all of you guys talking about Zion Johnson. Kenyon Green, he's a little bit of a different player. Not quite as polished, but much, you know, he's got more power, more raw power in his body, a little bit wider as well, a nastier play demeanor. Uh, but both those guys, Kenyon Green and Zion Johnson, would fit perfectly. Uh, John Robinson was asked, about those two guys specifically in his pre-draft press conference that him and Mike Vrabel did on Thursday. And, you know, he had nothing but great things to say about both those players. So I think they'd be great options for the Titans as well. So those are the three names that really popped up the most. I saw other wide receivers like Chris Olave, Jamison Williams, and yeah, guys, I agree with you 100% there. Those are ideal fits. Now, the quarterback conversation is just all over the place. Some of you guys want Pickett. Some of you guys want Ritter. Some of you guys like Corral. Some people like Sam Howell. Uh, For me, as you guys know, I'm a Ritter or Corral guy. I don't think the Titans will go quarterback. I've been hearing some buzz, putting some pieces together. I wouldn't outright say that I have sources because I don't have sources. Uh, But the people that I've talked to who I trust, who I think have good opinions and are informed, lead me to believe that the Titans are not actually considering quarterback. And I'm thinking that their due diligence on quarterback is not only just par for the course during draft season, but also in an attempt to maybe entice a team to come up and trade up as well and kind of faint that interest towards other teams. And maybe you could get Seattle. Maybe you could get Detroit. Somebody to jump up and try to get that quarterback uh, that they've been looking for. As I think the quarterbacks will slide into, excuse me, the late first round. So things are setting up for a potential good trade back for the Titans. The way the board's looking like it might break, though, with those quarterbacks falling down the board, might be tough for the Titans to get Burks, Green, or Zion Johnson, quite frankly. And uh, that's a conversation that we are going to have next week as well, along with that excellent interview that I have planned. So a great time to subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast and get locked in to daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content all year round. We are going to move the episode forward. Time to get into the interior of the defense. We're going to talk interior defensive line. We're going to talk linebackers as well. And while I don't think those positions are monster positions of need, based on how this first round could work out, the Titans could be selecting a couple of these players. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we do, I want to tell you guys about Shady Rays. They're an independent sunglasses company that gives you features of a $200 pair of sunglasses, but you're only going to pay a fraction of the price. That means you get 
polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, you won't find this anywhere else. Shady Rays has an insane protection program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for my listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. Use the code LOCKEDON, that's one word, LOCKEDON, to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code LOCKEDON for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150 five-star verified reviews. Also, want to tell you guys about betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including information on this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season at betonline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we're going to continue this Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We're going to be discussing the interior defensive line group in the NFL draft. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. But I got big news. Some awesome draft events going on here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Number one, the Locked On and Odyssey Ultimate Mock Draft 2022 is live right now. It started on Monday. It's got its own podcast feed, 2022 Ultimate Mock Draft. Every single host from all the different Locked On podcasts make the pick for their team. So I'm making the pick for the Titans at pick 26. You get additional analysis by a bunch of different experts. It's awesome. So make sure you guys check out the 2022 Ultimate Mock Draft on its own podcast feed or on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast feed. Also, speaking of the Locked On NFL Draft feed, you guys need to go subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube channel. We are going to have a live on-air coverage for the NFL Draft all three days. We're kicking things off 30 minutes before the draft starts every single day on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. Live coverage, and you're going to get feedback from the local experts covering each team. You don't want to hear all these national guys break down your team's picks or break down the Titans selection. Hear it from an expert who covers each team every single day. Make sure that you guys subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on YouTube to check out that live draft coverage. But Before we get into the prospects here at Interior Defensive Line, here's what I want to say. I only picked out three prospects, or six prospects, that I want to go over, because here's my position. The Titans have gotten Isaiah Mack, 2019. Tier Tart, 2020. Naquan Jones, 2021. Why in the hell would John Robinson ever, John Robinson's one, not going to take a defensive tackle at like 90 or 131. So if you get guys that good and undrafted free agent, why in the hell would you ever use a late round draft pick on an interior defensive lineman? Larell Murchison was the last interior defensive lineman the Titans took in the draft fifth round. And he got surpassed 
on the depth chart by two undrafted free agents, by Kevin Strong. I mean, there's just no point in taking an interior defensive lineman late in the draft. It just makes no sense. But here's what I will say. If the QBs fall, that means there's going to be a big run in the first round on. Wide receiver, offensive tackle, and with the the Card- with the Patriots, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, interior offensive line could be gone as well. I mean, it's starting to look like that. Like Kenyon Green and Zion Johnson won't even be an option for the Titans. We've banked on them being an option for the Titans if the tackles and the wide receivers aren't there. And it's starting to look like that may not be. So if all five of the top wide receivers are gone, all four of the top offensive tackles are gone, all two of the top interior offensive linemen are gone, and the quarterbacks are sliding down the board, and let's say only Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett's been chosen, what are the Titans going to do? They have an option at that moment in time. They can reach for tight end or O-line. They can take one of the quarterbacks like Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter. Or they could go best player available and take defensive line. This is the only scenario that I think the Titans would take an interior defensive lineman. Well, two. One, the board shakes the way I just said, and the Titans aren't actually truly interested in a quarterback this year. Then you take the best defensive player on the board for you. I think that that's a logical situation. Number two, the Titans do execute a trade back into the early second round, middle second round, and then they look for one of those guys, which is less likely because if you trade back, then you're probably better reaching on a wide receiver or an offensive lineman like a Tyler Smith or a Christian Watson, Sky Moore, somewhere in there. So if the Titans stick at 26 with all the wide receivers and all the offensive linemen off the board that they want and they're not seriously interested in quarterback, then I think some guys who could make some sense. Not Jordan Davis from Georgia. He'll be gone, and honestly, that's not what the Titans are looking for anyway. A run-stuffing nose tackle. He's six foot six, 341 pounds. Yeah, huge guy, quick for his size, good play recognition, but super limited on snaps because of the rotation at Georgia. Can he stay, uh, can he have the adequate stamina and stay conditioned? I don't know. 25 snaps a game ain't going to do it for a first-round pick. He's a tall guy, so his pad level gets bad, and he's not really a pass rusher right now. He's not a body mover either. He's a guy who just holds his gap. He's not a guy who drives guys into the backfield. Something Greg Cassell talked about recently uh, in his coverage of Jordan Davis. So I don't think Jordan Davis makes sense. I don't think he's going to be there at 26 Or Same thing with uh, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, 6'2", 304. He's more of a three-technique guy, and the Titans have that in Jeffrey Simmons. I also think Wyatt's going to be gone. He's explosive off the line of scrimmage. Good bend for a defensive tackle. Good chase down ability behind the line of scrimmage. Doesn't have a ton of rush moves. Can get unbalanced. Doesn't play with quite the control you want. And didn't have the production because of the rotation at Georgia. But I think he's a guy who goes before the Titans pick. And he doesn't really fill a need or a role for the Titans. It's more about the role. But this guy, Logan Hall. This whole entire Segment is basically an opportunity to talk about Logan Hall. Six foot six, 285 pounds. He is someone who could take over for Danico Autry. He could play three technique on sub package downs. He could play five technique in a three four. He could kick out and play four man front and play defensive end. Basically, he would be an upgraded, more talented version of Rashad Weaver. That's basically what you're getting. Incredibly athletic, incredibly long. 
a versatile guy who can play all up and down the line of scrimmage like he did at Houston. He has good rush moves and good rush combinations, good handwork. He's a penetrator, so he's going to be able to dart gaps and shoot through gaps, and he's an incredibly hard worker as well. He's put on a ton of weight since he's been in college. Now, he's a taller guy, so he can play a little high. He's got to add more strength if he wants to be a better run defender and be able to actually uh, anchor against you know blockers and set the edge. Uh, learn how to shed defenders, get more strong with his upper body so he can shed blocks. But that's all stuff that he can develop because he's not going to be needed to be a starter right away. I just think he would be a perfect fit for the Titans. The Titans have talked to him a ton in the pre-draft process. I think Logan Hall is a realistic option at 26 for the Titans. Um, A guy who's right in that same area in terms of value that I don't think the Titans will be interested in is UConn's Travis Jones, six foot four, 325 pounds. He is going to be a nose tackle. He's got incredibly strong and he's incredibly smart with his hands on the interior. He's got a very strong anchor to be that nose tackle to hold up against double teams and things like that. Now, he's not a great pass rusher at this time, despite being good with his hands. He doesn't have a great pass rush plan and how the combo moves together. Doesn't have great burst off the line of scrimmage, which limits his pass rush ability, but he is a, a pure nose tackle for you. And again, I don't think that makes sense for the Titans in the early rounds, whether it be 26 or a trade back. Uh, another guy who I'm not counting as a, as a good fit for the Titans is a Perry on Winfrey, although he's probably the second best fit out of this group. Six foot three, 290 pounds, more of a three technique, five technique guy. I don't think that he's a guy who's going to be able to play on the edge uh, in a four man front. So that kind of limits him to the interior, which means he's more of a Jeffrey Simmons type guy. And the Titans simply don't need to fill that role. Good burst off the line of scrimmage for Perry on Winfrey. He's got speed, he's got range, he's got length and strong hands. Uh, pad level again. Gets a little bit too high. He needs to be more consistent. He doesn't play with much discipline gap-wise. He tends to shoot around and he can get out of position, but he'll be a guy who gets taken early on day two. Another guy that I'm interested in is DeMarvin Leal from Texas A&M. 6'3", 283 pounds. I think he can play anywhere from three technique to five technique to putting his hand in the dirt in a four-man front. Athletic, very strong. Uh, good pass rush moves. He really understands how to use his body and use his hands to get open. He's a versatile guy, like I said, up and down the line of scrimmage. Now he was inconsistent. Didn't play with a hot motor at all times. Needs to improve his anchor as well and get more strength so he can hold up against blockers at the NFL level. Uh, Doesn't have much power in his hands. He's got strength, but not a lot of pop. You know what I mean? So I think DeMarvin Leal could make sense for the Titans if if they trade back. Uh, and acquire an additional second rounder, maybe if the Titans are picking in the 50 to 60 range. But really, it's all about Logan Hall. I think he's just a perfect fit for the Titans if the board falls in a nightmare scenario for them to take at 26 and put a strength on a strength. Danico Autry's in his 30s. Rashad Weaver's coming off a broken leg. Replenish the pass rush. Get more in the pipeline. Remember, I think that Bud Dupree will be gone after this season. And while Logan Hall isn't a perfect fit for that role, just adding reinforcements to the pass rush cannot be a bad idea, in my opinion. Before we jump into the interior off-ball linebackers, do want to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bars in the galaxy. You get the best of both worlds with Built Bar. You get the fantastic taste. It tastes like a candy bar, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, white chocolate cheesecake are some of my favorites. You also get the health aspect of a protein bar as well without it being chalky and waxy and hard to choke down. The Built Bars are high protein, high fiber, low calorie, low sugar. I mean, they're just absolutely excellent for you if you want a guilt-free snack 
or a healthy meal substitute. Make sure you go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans, we're going to cap off this Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast with the off-ball linebacker group in the NFL draft. I will pose you this question. Will the Titans draft linebacker at 26? No. The answer is no. Absolutely not. And we're going to dive into why that's going to be the case. Uh, before we get into it, though, got to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. I told you guys this before. I'm going to tell you again. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast hosted by analytics guru Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They're breaking down the NFL Draft Monday through Friday. And subscribe to the YouTube channel right now and get ready for the live draft coverage. All three days, the entire NFL Draft going to have live coverage for you guys on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast YouTube channel. Um, no better place to get draft coverage from experts and insiders and people who actually cover these teams on a day-to-day basis. So make sure that you check out the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, free and available on all platforms, but specifically check out the YouTube channel for the live coverage coming on draft day. But here's how I want to do this at linebacker. No, the Titans aren't taking linebacker at 26. So they're not going to take Devin Lloyd from Utah, who's a space cadet, man. He can operate in space, mobile, agile, speedy. He's long as well. He's a disciplined guy, really reads uh, reads running backs, reads quarterbacks, his keys, all that very well. Now he's got some issues with missed tackles, but that can be cleaned up at the next level. Uh, they're not going to take N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia, who's just an undersized warrior who's incredibly smart out on the field. Now, he did get a lot of help from Georgia's defense and their defensive line. Makes him hard to evaluate. With him being undersized in that fact, he may drop in the Titans' range, but just doesn't make sense with David Long and Zach Cunningham. And another guy, uh, Quay Walker, what an athlete out of Georgia. I mean, six foot four, long, super athletic. Great tackler, physical tackler. Now, he's not quite as violent as you would want to see from a linebacker, and he can be a little late to recognize certain things, but I think there's a chance he gets taken over Dean because of his just tools, his his athleticism, his size, his length. Uh, just a prototype at linebacker. Uh, more names. These are guys who are going to get taken in the second round. I just don't think are going to be there for the Titans. Uh, Chad Mumma. Uh, from Wyoming. He's a tackling machine, good length, plays a little too high. Coming out of Wyoming, there are competition concerns, but the Titans don't need that type of, of linebacker. They just don't. Same thing with Troy Anderson from Montana State. Now, I like Troy Anderson a ton. I think he's awesome, but uh, he's not going to be there for the Titans. He's going to get picked in the 50s or the 60s, and he just doesn't make sense for the Titans to go linebacker there. Uh, he's got great acceleration. He's a great athlete, good build on him, really high upside as well. He played a Anderson played running back and quarterback and then switched his last season in college to linebacker. I'm pretty sure I heard today he leads Montana State in career touchdowns, at least career rushing touchdowns. So what a versatile guy, and that's major upside for a guy who could play linebacker who's only played linebacker really for one and a half seasons. Now, there are things he's got to get better at shedding blocks. He's got to get better at tackling the physical aspects of playing linebacker, but it makes sense. 
that maybe, you know, it's not the quickest acc uh, acclimation for him. So he's going to get drafted really high. Anderson is very, very tantalizing, man. Uh, Brian uh, Asamoah from Oklahoma. He's got great range, sideline to sideline. He plays with incredible violence, but he is a smaller guy, which is why he's going to get pushed down the board. But again, don't think it's an option for the Titans. So who is an option for the Titans, Tyler? You're going to tell us six guys who aren't. What about guys that are? What am I looking for at linebacker? I'm looking for a late round pick, 169, 204, 219. Late round pick that can fill the role the Titans don't have filled. You have... Cunningham and David Long is your starting linebackers, and David Long is probably going to be your third down linebacker. You have Monty Rice, who is your backup run stuffer. You have Dylan Cole, who is your designated special teams linebacker. But who is going to be the backup pass coverage linebacker? There's no Jayon Brown now. So who is going to fill that role? Well, here are some guys who I think fit great. JoJo DeMann, out of Nebraska, 6'1", 239. He's going to be a sub-package linebacker. He's got great route recognition. Really comfortable dropping into zone coverage and understanding where he should drop. He's an athletic guy, of course, with coverage ability. Doesn't have great length, which is going to make it tough for him to get guys off his body when they're blocking him, which is why he's probably going to be a sub-package linebacker, not a three-down guy. He plays a little too fast, which some of these smaller coverage linebackers can do. He's 25 years old already, so you're not expecting uh, that he is going to you know, improve in a ton of ways. He's basically the player that he is, and he's got some medical concerns. But taking him that late in the draft, I don't give a damn about the medical concerns. They're that late. There's nothing serious medical. It's just nick, you know, little, getting nicked up here and there and little things. So uh, JoJo, I think, would be great as the Titans' fourth linebacker and special teams player, a guy who could be a pass coverage sub-package linebacker. Uh, another guy like that is Baylor's Terrell Bernard, six foot tall, 224 pounds, sub-package linebacker, uh, incredible speed. He's got great range, sideline to sideline, coverage instincts. He really knows where to be in coverage. And different from JoJo, you get the added plus that he's a good blitzer, which fits what the Titans want to do on third down, blitzing that linebacker up the middle. He's got incredible character as well. Now, he's got injury concerns. Uh, all these smaller, leaner, smaller linebackers seem to have these injury concerns. He's got no special teams experience as well, which is going to be a critical part to his NFL career going forward. Of course, he's smaller. Uh, he isn't a guy who's good with his hands against blocks like David Long does. He tries to slip past offensive linemen rather than taking them on with his hands and shedding blocks and stacking offensive linemen and shedding. He tries to slip through with his athleticism, which can cause you to get out of position from time to time. Uh, but again, you're looking for a fourth linebacker late in the draft who could be a pass coverage backup linebacker. I think Bernard would be a great fit there. Now, here's a guy who doesn't fit that exactly, but a big chess piece who could play some off-ball linebacker, can rush a little bit maybe off the edge, is Mike Rose. Six foot four, 245 pounds, so significantly bigger than most of the guys we're going to talk about here. He's got great length. Really good agility for a guy that size. Versatility to, like I said, play multiple positions at linebacker. He can even overhang and cover the slot. He's that athletic. So I think he could be an awesome chess piece for the Titans. You develop his pass rush skills. You use him as a coverage linebacker and sub packages at first. He's rangy. He can match up one-on-one -on -one against tight ends. Now, he doesn't have great straight line speed, even though he's got good agility. He's quicker than fast. He misses some tackles. Uh, he's not great. Against blocks, he's another guy who tries to slip, not stack. But man, six foot four, two forty five, with that agility, that length, and that versatility to cover the slot in college, it's not going to be something he's asked to do a ton in the NFL. But boy, 
That is tantalizing for me. Mike Rose could be a star defender for the Titans uh, if developed in the right way. The next guy uh, that I'm going to talk about here is a guy I'm not as high on. It's Penn State's Brandon Smith, 6'5", 227 pounds. So another big, tall guy, sub-package linebacker. Some people think that he might be an edge rusher at the next level because he's got the ideal frame and length. He's big-bodied. He's a fluid mover. He even covered the slot a little bit at Penn State. So that's something that, you know, his ability and space and his speed and space could make him a better edge rusher. He's not a great tackler. He's not incredibly physical for a guy that size. Not good at shedding blocks. So he's going to be a sub-package guy early on. But if you drop him down to edge and make him play more physically, you might have yourself a decent edge guy. But I don't think that's a good fit for the Titans personally. Uh, the last guy here is a guy I really like, and I think they could have him at 204 or 219. Balin uh, Specter from Clemson, six foot one, two hundred and thirty-three pounds. Another sub-package linebacker with special teams experience. He's instinctive. He's athletic. He's great in space. He can cover the seam and run with tight ends down the seam and man covered. Good play recognition. I mean, he's got all of the intelligence you want from a linebacker. And I talked about this yesterday. There are just guys who go beyond traits and are just smart, physical, tough, reliable football players, and they find a career when some of these traitsy guys who don't have all the intangibles and all the mental work ethic type things, those guys fall away because they can never get on the same page as the team with all of those traits. Well, sometimes it's the hard-working, lunch, uh, lunch pail, blue-collar type players that work, and Balin Specter is a guy who I think, despite not having great size or length or playing with good thump right now and good strength, I think he could be the perfect fourth linebacker to help on special teams and be that sub-package backup linebacker for the Titans. So that's a ton of different names at two positions I don't see major needs for at the Titans. But again, interior defensive line, if the Titans do it, it's going to be at 26 or a trade back into the early 30s or early 40s. If they uh, go linebacker, it's going to be very late in the draft. And I think some of these role players can make a ton of sense for the Titans. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. <clears throat> Remember, as I told you, big interview with ESPN's Matt Miller coming up on Monday. We're going to round out the uh, college preview with the secondary next week on Tuesday. Another mock draft Monday on Monday. I mean, the draft is here, folks, and I am so excited. Again, that's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.